Welcome to Consider It Blacklit. I am Kim, your host, and for those of you tuning in for the first time, Consider It Blacklit reviews movies, television programs, and stage plays that feature African Americans both in front of the cameras and behind the scenes. We will also discuss social issues as it relates to some of these productions and how they may or may not impact our communities. So thank you for tuning in, and we hope you continue to tune in each week. Today, we will be discussing the documentary Althea. It is about Althea Gibson, the first African American to not only play, but win at Wimbledon and US Open in women's tennis. It was done at a time when it Tennis wasn't commercially viable, so she struggled financially throughout her life, as well as dealing with social issues related to being an African-American woman that played in a sport that was perceived to be predominantly white. So today our guest is Glenn Gilliam to help us discuss the issues related to the documentary. Glenn Gilliam is a longtime friend of mine, but he also is the executive director of Strategic Partnership for the Althea documentary. Welcome, Glenn. Great to be here, Kim. Really excited to be here. Well, thank you. So before we dive into the film, why don't you explain to the audience exactly what an executive director of Strategic Partnership does for the documentary? Sure. Um, basically, I'm involved with all the collaborations that we do on the tour with special events or tour partners, our underwriters, our sponsors. Um, that's the primary job in terms of uh, making that nexus between corporate underwriting and giving a life to the tour so that we can afford to bring guests in and, and have Rex Miller, the filmmaker, uh, come out and join us for the uh, screenings. Oh, that's great. So what was your motivation to do the tour? And tell us how it's been received. Well, you know, the motivation for me, I mean, I, I'll just say quickly, I met Rex at the um, American Black Film Festival, where he won the Grand Jury Prize for Best Documentary. And I had been dying to see something done on Althea Gibson for a long time. Uh, I was so grateful to have seen the movie with him. And then we talked about it, and the opportunity to bring it to other schools uh, and other corporations um, to give it some exposure was paramount for Rex. Uh, it's been received extremely well. Considering the climate that we've been in the last couple of years, uh, the, the real message of the movie about diversity and how pioneers can break through and make a big difference has really resonated with our, our audience. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, I know people who have heard of Althea Gibson know she's this great tennis player. Yeah. But why don't you tell us about her background before she started playing tennis and actually how did she get into it? Sure. Well, she was born in the South, in Silver, South Carolina. And her family, her father owned about five acres. Uh, they were sharecroppers and they, they harvested c cotton. Unfortunately, they couldn't make any money doing that. And his fa her father was very upset about the fact that the white landowner was not giving him what he thought was a fair uh, price for his cotton. So he packed up his family. They were part of the Great Migration. They moved up north to Harlem. They moved up to New York. And uh, really, she became uh, really uh, uh, engaged with the street life. Um, she was a street kid. She made a lot of friends. Um, luckily, the block that she grew up on 
was one of the play blocks, what they called uh, the Police Athletic League, had games set up all over the block. So right in front of our house was a great tennis uh, net, and they played paddle tennis. And her and her girlfriend would get on the court at sunup, and they wouldn't be beaten all day, and they'd be there till sundown. So that's where she got her love of tennis. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. It a, that's awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I saw the documentary, and I, I learned so many things that I didn't know about her. Sure. Um, one of them, she used to be a singer, and she actually right. made an album. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she was known for the singing part, but the fact that she actually did it right. was awesome. Tell us something um, that you learned about her that you didn't know, because sure. you're this great historian. I've been knowing you forever, <laughs> and you have all these little facts. I mean, right. you need to be on trivia shows. Oh, but thank you. <laughs> tell me something that you've learned about her from the movie that you didn't know before. Yeah, um, well, just to, to comment on that singing, I mean, she appeared on Ed Sullivan, needless to say, oh. and, um, you know, was uh, part of that kind of retrofitting a new career because of the fact that, we, as we talked about, tennis wasn't open at the time and she couldn't make money as a professional, really, in the sport. So she ended up uh, reviving a number of careers, uh, including breaking into uh, to professional golf. But what I learned about um, primarily was not as much about Althea specifically as the milieu in which she came up through the ranks before she broke into uh, Major League Tennis, which was the American Tennis Association was the Black uh, Tennis Association. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people probably don't know is it's the first sports organization founded by blacks in America in 1917. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, th and that's one of the really, uh, I just want to say one of the critical things about bringing this tour to new audiences. It's to give everybody a little bit of that history because the American Tennis Association is trying to establish its permanent home, hopefully in Florida, and also talking and we might get into it a little bit, but Dr. Johnson, who was very famous, he was the first Dr. J, um, Dr. Robert Johnson out of Lynchburg, Virginia, who trained her and Arthur Ashe, um, they're trying to preserve his foundation, the Whirlwind Foundation, uh, and his son, Lance Johnson, as you'll see uh, in the documentary, he gives his little testimony about uh, the impact of Althea and, and working with his grandfather. Uh, but it's really that history that I think a lot of people don't know, that she was mentored by Sugar Ray Robinson, um, you know, that she had these influences that most people probably aren't aware of, but those were really exciting points for me. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. I learned a lot about, you know, just the, because it's, like I said, it's perceived to be, back then, this predominantly white sport. Definitely. But African Americans have been playing it, they form their own organizations, they form their own clubs, and that was one of the great things that I, I got from this movie, and I think it's important that a lot of young people see it, to see what we did back in the day when we didn't have the resources and things, we didn't have access to things. Well, that's what's great about this, is because it talks about this middle class, this upper middle class, these doctors, who basically nurtured the sport from the uh, white community that they had access to and brought it back to their own community. So it was the, the, what they call the bourgeoisie, the, uh, the intelligentsia, but um, what they had access to, they brought back. And it was a little different for Althea because she wasn't used to that. So there were social graces, there were, there were genteel activities that she wasn't really prepared for at first. And that uh, offered up a little confrontation. So it didn't quite fit as well as she would have liked at first, but she had to learn that through Dr. Johnson, Dr. Neal uh, Eaton down in uh, North Carolina. And once she was able to get over that hump and learn about some of those social graces and how she would comport herself on court, uh, she became successful and uh, really took off. Yeah, 
That's awesome. Yeah. Why don't you tell us um, a little bit about the filmmaker, Rex Miller, yeah. and what is his connection to Althea, and what motivated him to make the documentary? Well, that's a, a real interesting story, and, and Rex is always best at telling it, but I'll give my best shot at it. Um, and it's a great story because uh, Rex comes from a tennis family. Uh, he's a tennis player and, um, and you know, uh, accomplished in that in that realm, but he um, he lived in Queens, and uh, when he grew up, in his bedroom was a picture of his mother and another woman, a brown-skinned woman. Uh, he later found out that that was Althea Gibson. His mother had a chance to compete against her, didn't win, got dusted off the court. <laughs> um, uh, but um, you know, he always wondered, you know, why he hadn't known more about this woman, who he found out was an incredible champion, the first one. And uh, like many people who think Arthur Ashe might have been the first African American, when he found out about Althea's history and her legacy, he decided that he really wanted to put that story out there and share that information with everybody. And thank God he did. But he's an incredible director. Um, he's a, a, a great photojournalist, um, and he's actually uh, shooting his wife's show. His wife is a chef. Mm -hmm. He shoots her show. Um, he's also in the process now. He's done a number of documentaries before this one, but he's in the process now um, of shooting an Arthur Ashe documentary, which I'll speak on a little bit later, but it's uh, it's really something that uh, has been a, a passion for him, and uh, I'm just excited that we've had a chance to, to work together. Um, I know David Dinkins was an early follower of Althea Gibson. Could you tell us a little bit about his involvement with tennis for those of us who don't know? Sure. Um, I'll try to give you the, the short version, but when Althea came of age where she could actually start playing with the elite players in New York, it was at the Cosmopolitan Club uh, on 145th Street, I believe. I may have that wrong, but it was uptown in Harlem. It was an exclusive club. David Dinkins was one of the members, and he first, I think, encountered Althea there. Right. You um, know what, for people yes. who may not, may sure. be under a rock and don't know who David Dinkins yes. is, why don't you tell? Needless to say, the first black mayor of New York City, the Honorable David N. Dinkins, who I am just dying to mention every time I can, <laughs> that he's the reason that the U.S. Open enjoys its uh, bedrock uh, of, of a home in, in uh, Flushing Meadow now. It used to be in Forest Hills mm -hmm. as the U.S. Nationals. And uh, at the time, there was a lot of turmoil about the Open possibly leaving New York. Uh, David Dinkins not only secured the uh, new home in Flushing Meadow, but he made it possible that the airlines would have to reroute their planes so they weren't flying overhead. I remember that. And I that remember was a that. that was a big deal. And um, you know, it's one of those things once again, a part of American history, part of African American history, that doesn't get talked about enough, and he has not received, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of people, especially fans of the game, he doesn't get enough credit for what he did, and he really should have his name as a tribute uh, there at the U.S. Open. Maybe that will come uh, sooner. Maybe it still can happen. Yeah, that can still, still happen. Can happen. Yeah. But that's a big, big deal. And, and that was what was so important about, uh, I think, really telling this story so that the other people who were around the champion get their due. Uh, you know, Buddy Tucker, who was a band leader who brought her to the Cosmopolitan Club. Mm -hmm. Obviously, her influence uh, from Sugar Ray um, Robinson, mm -hmm. the uh, championship boxer at the time. And the last thing I did want to mention is that Serena Williams, who, uh, as a member of the media, I had a chance to go to the U.S. Open for a few years and cover it. And I was honored and uh, lucky enough to give Serena her copy of oh, the okay. uh, Althea DVD. Okay, okay. And she tweeted about it literally the following week 
encouraging people to watch the PBS broadcast. Wow. Um, so wow. she's a big fan, and I'll just have to say quickly, in a number of her big interviews in Vogue and in Cosmopolitan, uh, she and Elle magazine, she has mentioned the fact that if she could play anybody living or dead, she'd love to play Althea Gibson. Wow. That so. would be a Awesome. That would be amazing. Awesome no yes. question. Yeah. The legacy lives on. The legacy lives on. No doubt. So, um, why don't you tell me a little bit more about some of the producers on the documentary? Well, I'm glad you asked, Kim, because uh, one of the great things in terms of Rex putting together this executive producing team is that he got uh, people from all walks of life and, and most importantly, uh, the likes of Billie Jean King, of course, who's an icon within the sport and was a contemporary for a short amount of time with Althea Gibson. Uh, but uh, somebody that may not be associated with tennis, of course, is John Amos, um, oh. our famous uh, father from Good Times, uh, James. Good times, yeah, time, need <laughs> Needless to say. And, I mean, uh, John Amos grew up in East Orange, New Jersey, which is uh, was Althea Gibson's home before she passed. Mm -hmm. um, and so when he got involved, because he had seen Althea play uh, for a long time mm -hmm. uh, right there in his neighborhood, and he decided that he wanted to make this uh, film because this was important. A piece of education that he wanted to take to school kids all over the country. Mm -hmm. And that's really was, was a legacy part that uh, most of the producers got involved. They wanted to make sure that this history was passed on because it's not being taught in schools. And unfortunately, as we've seen with a lot of things, uh, that is something that we've missed out on. And, and unfortunately, um, there haven't been enough uh, um, documentaries made for all the stories that need to be told. But this is an important one, and we're really glad to take it out to the people. What is one of the biggest issues that stood out for her? I know that um, there was some friction between some of the blacks of the era and Althea mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. accepting, you know, some of the things that she did. Definitely. Well, I mean, you know, this was um, the kind of burden that was thrust upon you if you had a chance mm -hmm. to actually excel in your field of, of endeavor. Um, Althea didn't want to be Jackie Robinson. She was. Mm -hmm. She was considered the Jackie Robinson of the country club um, uh, sports because uh, she excelled in tennis and then ultimately in golf, mm -hmm. which were exclusively white uh, almost. But she didn't want to be um, someone who uh, had to speak about these issues. She wanted to let her game and her talent speak for itself. And breaking barriers was great, but that's not what she set out to do. She just wanted to show that, hey, I belong, mm -hmm. and I can play with you, and I can beat you. Mm -hmm. And as Althea mentions her, herself in the, uh, in the documentary, um, her style was aggressive um, and also mean. <laughs> uh, because she had that streak, and, and I think one of the things I, I mentioned to you off camera earlier was that her father trained her to be tough, mm -hmm. and he used to take her up to the roof on their apartment building in Harlem and actually box with her, put wow. on boxing gloves wow. and fight with her to toughen her up. Uh, one of the many experiences that, you know, uh, I'm sure led to her on-court demeanor, which allowed her to be a champion and, and really break a lot of barriers. We're, you know, I mean, there's just so much uh, in the movie, as you can tell, I'm still excited about it as many times <laughs> I've seen it. It's I just a, it's a revelation and, and it's just an important story that, that uh, we're glad that uh, being told. Yeah. What do you, tell me what you feel about, I know um, when I was watching the documentary, I noticed that, you know, some blacks who were more in the political arena, because she had the visibility, wanted mm -hmm. her to take a certain stand that she felt uncomfortable about it. What's yeah. your take on that when people are vis visible like that? 
you know, in terms of taking a stand sure. for, you know, African-Americans and making a political statement. With right. The thing. Well, I mean, look, we've got uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, what was, what was considered controversial, obviously, mm -hmm. that he would take a knee at the playing of the national anthem because of his concern about black lives and showing his solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. uh, some people aren't built that way. Jackie, as, as we refer to Jackie Robinson, uh, thankfully was able to speak eloquently mm -hmm. about the tribulations of his community and talk about it in a way that made a difference. Uh, Althea, I don't know if she felt equipped to do it, but more importantly, I think she just felt like um, this is something, if, if, if some good comes of it, fine, but she wasn't going to go out of her way. And that definitely concerned a lot of the people who were supporting her. Mm -hmm. And I think it was tough for her to accept some of that support mm -hmm. um, for a long time. And consequently, it probably led to some of the hardships she dealt with after her professional life right, in tennis. Right, right. Um, but that was something that was, you know, it's a real burden and a, a choice that not everybody makes. Not everybody can speak about it. Right. Some will excel with their talent and show the way and break through. Right. And that's what Althea did. Right. Yeah. She definitely did that. Um, so where can people get access to the documentary if they want to see it? If sure. they woke up in the middle of the night and was like, okay, I want to see it right now, <laughs> Right. where could they find it? Well, the great thing is that we've got it uh, loaded on Vimeo, which everybody has access to, mm -hmm. uh, but you can rent it for a nominal fee, I think of about three ninety nine, uh, or you can buy it, and uh, that's a little more expensive, but um, it's been on Vimeo now for a couple of months, and we hope everybody will come to our website, AltheaFilm.com. Um, so, is there any like closing remarks you'd like to add about the documentary? Anything oh, sure. that we haven't covered that you want people to know to get sure. them excited about going to the website and seeing the documentary? I think it's just so important that, number one, women are getting the kind of credit and recognition that they deserve because they've broken so many barriers. Like mm -hmm. you said, uh, uh, Arthur Ashe's wife, who has the last line in the film, is the one who first coined Althea came first. Mm -hmm. Because she's always reminding folks when they ask her, they always believe that Arthur Ashe was the first, but she says no. Ten years before Arthur Ashe came on the scene, Althea had broken through. I mean, she had actually broken through in 1950 to play in the U.S. Open, uh, what was called the U.S. Nationals at the time. But she actually won her first tournament at the U.S. Open in 57. But uh, one of the things I definitely wanted to, to mention in terms of um, the upcoming documentary that Rex Mill is working on on Arthur Ashe, it is talking about the year of 1968, which is pivotal for so many reasons. Of course, we know that Dr. King, unfortunately, was assassinated yes. that year along with Robert Kennedy. I mean, it's probably one of the most pivotal uh, watershed years in American history, and that was the year that the U.S. Open became the U.S. Open. Arthur Ashe won the very first one, and he realized in that moment that he had a voice and a platform bigger than just himself, so he needed to step up to the plate and actually use that voice to help his community. Well, that's our show for today. Um, make sure you tell everybody you know about the Althea documentary, especially our young people. Definitely. We all know about Serena and Venus Williams, and Althea opened the door for the Williams sisters. Remember, Althea came first. Hashtag Althea came first. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, consider yourself black lit. Thank you.